Hi everybody, Matt Lawton here, and this is the Astrological Winds Channel. I'm going to take a look at the Astrological Weather Report for the week of May 23rd through the 29th. And um, got a few things going on for sure. One big thing that's going to influence the whole week, really. And then a couple other smaller things I want to mention going on this week, too. Um, but first off, the Astrological Winds Channel is a free service that I offer every week. Um, a video blog. It's on YouTube. And if you have a YouTube account and you like the channel, please become a follower. And, you know, um, turn on your notifications also so that you know when I post the blog, which is usually every Monday. Sometimes I do some extra ones. Um, also remember, it is on all kinds of podcasts, so you don't have to watch it on YouTube. Um, I really just talk to the camera, so there's really not much to see, really. Um, so it's distributed through Buzzsprout. There's over 20 different podcasts to pick it up, Apple Live Podcasts. So just look up Astrological Winds Channel. And you can follow it on podcast instead, and that frees you up to do other stuff while you're doing it instead of being attached to a video screen. And um, remember, um, it's a free service, so the best thing you guys can do to give me a little payment back is to pass the link on to somebody else who you think might be interested in it. Remember, more than half the world is into astrology these days, so there's a lot of people, you know, who are out there. And if you've done that already for me a couple times, once or twice, can maybe there's someone else out there in that, you know, in your contacts who'd be interested in that. And if you'd like to give a donation, I always welcome donations. My Venmo handle, if you'd like to do that, is at, you know, the symbol at, the A with the circle, and then it's Matthew with capital M and two T's, and there's a hyphen in the middle, and then L-A-U-T-E-N, capital L-A-U-T-E-N, Matthew dash Lawton, and no amount is too small, so um, thank you for anyone who um, gives a donation. I appreciate that. And remember, I am a professional astrologer. That's the best way you guys can actually support me is when you need a professional reading or you know someone that does, you can refer them to me. Uh, we can talk about setting that up and how we can do that and just get some, you know, some information that's really useful to you for your life and bring you more self-empowerment, self-fulfillment in your life and trying to navigate the uh, waters of your life, so to speak. All right, don't want to, I'll get into more details on the contact stuff at the end. I'm going to get into the um, week here. Um, so May 23rd to 29th, we're getting towards the end of the week, um, a month, I mean, and so um, things wrapping up next month and next week, I'll probably take a look at the June weather forecast too. Now this week, it's really interesting. There's a, a pattern that goes on for most of the week between Mars and Jupiter and the nodal axis. And it starts actually today, Monday, when Mars is exactly square Jupiter. But what they're also doing is they're what we call in, um, um, they're attached to the nodal axis too. Jupiter is actually going to be conjunct the North Node this week, and Mars is actually square the nodal axis. So all, you know, Mars doesn't move super fast, you know, so this energy is going to be very um, potent all week. It's going to be alive and moving all week from 
Monday, today, all the way through the weekend. So this is, you know, very interesting energy. So let's talk about that a little bit. Um, so Mars square Jupiter um, brings a lot of energy. It really ratchets our energy up, right? And it can really go in different directions. You know, there's, it's very interesting that it's tied in with the nodal axis right now. Um, the nodal axis has a lot to do with, you know, the things from our past that, that, you know, where we're coming from and where we're going to in the future. And it also has a lot to do with people that we connect with, you know, and groups that have similar interests, similar goals, things like that. Um, so Mars Jupiter is a super energy charger. This is like, you know, just zapping energy into things and doing things with this really like zestful, optimistic energy that really wants to take in more, but it can be impulsive. It can be reckless. It can be not well thought out in its decision making. And what that ends up doing is it can many times get us into situations where we realize we made a lot of mistakes and now we have to kind of deal with the not thought out decisions and impulsive actions that we've made in the past have come home to roost. So there's a lot of energy in the sense that things that actions we've taken in the past that were not completely well thought out at the time can come back and really mess with us right now. And they can create a lot of tension, can create a lot of problems, can create a lot of stress points. And when you see the nodal axis involved in this, that means it's more likely having to do with people or groups that you've been attached to for a long time or from your past. And that there's things that, that you know, that have happened within the, those structures, decisions you've made in relation to those groups that could really be bringing a lot of tension into your life right now. And it can be really hard to adjust to that. So that's one of the big things. And so what, you know, really what Mars Jupiter is saying is it's kind of like time to move on from that energy, you can see how that's like kind of like old energy that's blocking you and maybe not worthy of where you're putting your energy anymore. The reality of the situation is Mars square Jupiter is a very future oriented aspect actually. When it can break away from that past stuff that's holding it back, it gets very optimistic about the future. It gets very zestful of wanting to act and take actions for the future. And when you see it connected to the North Node, that means yes, there are new connections to be made for you that are more congruent with the goals that you have now. There's different groups, there's different people out there that can be more congruent with where you want to go for the future. And that can really, you know, jack you up, you know, and get you really, really happy about where things are going. So, you know, so there, you know, so really, you know, 
there's two things here. When there's the nodal axis involved with the Mars-Jupiter, it's literally saying there's a lot of old things that you do that are connected possibly to, to groups and older people that are literally holding you back right now from where you need to go and, and blocking, you know, the ability to act in the way you really need to be acting right now. And, and then there's the old, the new thing of just the, it wants to connect into something in the future. It wants to get something that really excites it and inflates its optimism and exuberance and the energy that it wants for the future. Now there's even a danger in that though. It goes right back again to like being too impulsive when we're getting that excited about what we see we want to do in the future. So we have to still slow it down and think out our decisions before we make them, you know, and, and therefore, you know, kind of sit down with these groups that North Node and that have similar goals and create like a plan. Because if you can do that and stay grounded towards it, this has the potential for great, great, expansive success for the future for you. Um, great new connections. And, and when you use Mars Jupiter right, you can actually become like just a leader by the way you're doing things. You know, you, 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 know, you can actually, people see the successful way you're taking actions and be like, yes, you know, show us the way, be, be that point man. Now there's another issue that even comes up with that because if you tap in, if you do all that stuff, if you're well thought out and you make your decisions and you check in with your group and the goals are congruent and you start having success, which Mars Jupiter can bring when you do all that stuff, we have to watch once again about getting almost too arrogant about our success and thinking, you know, and basically letting it go to our head. It's like an ego glory kind of situation when things get really good. And again, with uh, Mars, Jupiter, so it becomes like a me first kind of attitude. And that once again, what does that do? That can bring the square to the nodal axis back in because then it starts to create tension in groups like, oh, you know, you think, you know, you did this like blah, blah, blah. So really the key to this whole Mars, Jupiter, North Node thing is to really determine which projects, which groups, which goals now are no longer really congruent with where you're headed. This is, like I said, it's a future-oriented aspect. So you should have a good idea this week of where you want to go. But that will also show you where you don't want to be anymore. And so there's that square to the nodal axis where you're going to have to basically say to certain groups and people, hey, I'm moving on. You got, this is not where I'm at anymore. And then there's certain other groups and people that you're going to want to like fully throw your energy zestfully into. And when you do that correctly, like I said, with this Jupiter, the Jupiter conjunct North node promises great potential of growth, personal growth, experiential growth, possibly even bringing in new assets to you, you know, but if nothing else expands your world, brings you in new experiences, shifts your values, 
finds new groups to connect with, puts you possibly in leadership positions. So a real interesting aspect. We just, you know, really that's the duty we have to do is determine which one of those things, you know, those things that are holding us back to the past and where we want to go in the future then just don't get too impulsive and, you know, because once again, you can fall right back into making mistakes from being too impulsive, even if you found the right path for you and watch for when you get successful falling into the ego glory trap and getting arrogant about, oh, you know, look at how successful I am because that turns people off too. It really, really does. And that will cause tension in those groups too. All right. Um, there's a, Three other things I really want to mention this week uh, going on. So, interesting, Wednesday, Chiron is active. Both Venus and the Sun are in hard aspects to Chiron. Venus is square Chiron, and the Sun is semi-square Chiron. And what this says to me is that there are serious, stressful issues in certain relationships that are going to come up this week and they're going to throw you off balance. They're going to be like, wow, you know, I mean, this is like really hard to land on my two feet and feel like, you know, balanced in this. Like there's relationships that have a lot of tension in them, a lot of stress in them right now and really hard to deal with. And they're throwing off your ability to be the way you want to normally be. And, and it's frustrating. It's a very frustrating thing because it has to do with relationships. And, you know, when you're in a relationship, you can't control the other person. You're somewhat at their whims. So this shows that you know, there's some stress in that stuff. And it's affecting us directly and not and having a hard time finding our balance in our life because of the stress of relationships midweek this week. So that's something, you know, to look at too. And, you know, it's like, you know, it's one of those things of like really having to determine once again, what relationships are worthy. Is it worth the stress of this re of these relationships that throw you off balance? And if you decide it is, then yes, it's time, you know, to work on like deconstructing, deconstructing that tension somehow, finding a new baseline to work from. And that will require real honesty and about where you're really at, which can be really difficult at times and bring in the pain of the Chiron of our wounds being pushed and, you know, and when when we get into conversation like that. Now, interestingly enough, the next day, Thursday and Friday, Venus sextiles Uranus. So, you know, it goes from this one of like, oh, there's this like tension going on to this thing of like, oh, you know, now all of a sudden there's this opportunity to meet new people, to make new connections, to find people that have something for us that really excites us. So like new information, just new stimulation from new people. So this is kind of like, you know, it almost connects, it does connect to really that the nodal axis part of the Mars Jupiter. It's like if you, you know, when you think about these other aspects, right? And like I told you, the Mars Jupiter 
Jupiter with the nodal axis is saying break away from the people from the past. Well, then you think about the Venus square Chiron. They're the people that, you know, could be causing that tension in your life and throwing you off balance. And what this Venus sextile Uranus says is that can be the north node part of this finding the new connections, finding the new groups, finding the people who are bringing you new information, who are bringing you stimulation into your life and making it really interesting again. So this really can connect into that. Now, one of the things about Venus Uranus too is a great respect for freedom and individualism within relationships to still you know, respect each individual, who they are and the unique gifts they are and not try to basically own them. You know, it's like more of a like, I respect your freedom, you respect mine. We both have unique gifts we can bring to the table. When we bring them to the table, we create opportunities together. So that's what this is all about. Now, this is also, you know, we can also here too maybe get some fast windfall with money in this situation, we may like get a quick gain in money this this week, that, but it's not gonna be something consistent. And also like new outlets of creativity. We may find like new sparks of new directions that we wanna take our creativity and it can be very exciting, very stimulating once again to get into that zone. So a real, real nice way of working with the North Node part of that Mars Jupiter nodal axis thing is with this Venus sextile, like looking Venus sextile Uranus is like those new connections can bring in that stimulation. Now, the last thing I want to mention is next weekend. We've got a tough weekend ahead for us. Um, we on Saturday, the sun is squaring Saturn. And at the same time, Venus, once again, relationships is sessi quadrating Saturn. When the sun squares Saturn, it's a tough, it's one of those days that's like one of those days that you just don't feel like you get a lot of self-gratification out of life, that there's so many duties and responsibilities and things in the real world and reality that you have to deal with that you can't actually get the um, gratification for yourself that you really want. So it becomes one of these things of like, oh, you know, where is my pleasure in life right now? Like, there's so many things I have to do that I don't feel like I'm getting to do anything I want to do, you know? Or even when I'm trying to do things that I want to do, I'm being restricted somehow. Like there's different authorities or maybe situations that are blocking me from doing what I really want to do. And the Venus part shows that it's more likely people that are doing this, that relationships are the thing that's like, we have so many duties related to certain relationships that we're finding we have less and less time for our own thing. So what does that do? It brings resentment, really. It really does. People bottle up with Sun Square Saturn, with Venus Sesequadre Saturn, they don't share how they're really feeling. They get quiet inside. They feel like they're isolated, like they're on their own island and no one really can connect with them. No one can really understand 
where they're actually coming from and the problems we have and that kind of thing. So it's kind of almost like a little bit of a woe is me kind of like thing, you know, like I, you know, self pity falling into this thing. Oh, life is no fun, you know, kind of thing. And, and, you know, what I will say is remember it's, you know, it's just an aspect that goes on for a day or two. And that may really be the reality of the situation is, you know, it's interesting. It's two Saturn aspects, right? The sun and Venus hitting Saturn and it's on Saturn's day. Saturday is Saturn's day, you know? And so it just may show that this weekend may be a weekend of a lot more duties rather than as much fun, especially towards the front of the weekend. I know it's a holiday weekend in the U.S., so that's that's kind of like a little bit disturbing. But it really does, though, you know, basically make us feel like we're just not getting what we want out of life. And that can be really frustrating and also can um, drain us of energy because of that. It kind of is almost like, oh, I'm living in a little bit of a shadow, so it's sucking some of my physical energy out to like is hard that kind of thing and I, and so there's not going to be tremendous amounts of energy to tap into but there is energy that you can slowly unfold in a step-by-step -step manner so it just really you know makes me feel like you know like most of us are going to have a tough day or two this weekend just because of the duties that have piled up in our life and we might not quite be able to enjoy that weekend, that holiday weekend, not as much. Now, once again, yes, we got all this stuff going on, but how can we turn, you know, the lemons into lemonade with a sun square Saturn? And that is, you know, it's really good for, for a high critical faculty type stuff coming from your mind. So like, if you have any projects that require like detailed, step-by-step, slow, you know, energy output, they're really good for that. Like building something, like, you know, like literally physically building something would be a really good way to use that energy. And it does make us very adept also at administrative stuff. You know, like we can be a good boss, we can be a good authority, you know, but it just really, unfortunately, it, we, we're really stuck in the shadow side of life under a sun Saturn. It really is one of the more difficult relationships that, um, that, you know, um, um, we have with Saturn and, and how it affects us. It really, what it wants to do is show us where our weak points are. It, you know, it has a way of like touching those weak points and showing us where we're flawed, where we're making mistakes in life and we're not, you know, necessarily living up to our duties correctly. So it can be an energy that's like shadowy and gloomy and dark, but it is a good now, it's a good one to use, like if you have some project, like I said, that requires a lot of detail and a lot of like just slow attention, basically, and building, building it up. And physically, even like, you know, if you're rebuilding a house, it'd be a great day to do something like that, you know, just as one example of like 
literally infinite ones that you can use that energy for. So, so yeah, an interesting weekend. It might be almost like a better weekend to work than to play, especially the first day or two of it. All right. Um, well, that's what I got for all this, for this week. Um, this is Matt Lutton. This is the Astrological Winds channel. It is a free service that I give every week on YouTube. So if you have a YouTube account and you like the blog, please um, become a follower and then turn on your notifications and you'll know whenever I post the blog, which is usually every Monday. And like I said, it's available on all kinds of podcasts. So um, you don't have to sit here and watch me talk to the camera. You can, you know, listen to it on a podcast, you know, at work or walking or working out or whatever you're doing, you know, driving somewhere, you know, frees you to listen to it in other ways. Also, it is on Instagram too. I do post the link on Instagram. Um, look up Astrological Winds channel if you have an Instagram account and become a follower. And sometimes on Instagram, I actually post extra stuff during the week. It's it's not in video or audio format. It's usually just some comments. So there's sometimes, you know, so that's a little bonus that the Instagram followers get. And I do um, have a private Facebook account that I also post the link on. You have to friend me to get on that account. And that's Matthew with, with two T's, Lawton, L-A-U-T-E-N. And, um, you know, that's really all I use Facebook for. So I don't get too social with it otherwise. Um, but, you know, friend me and, um, you know, and let me know that's, you know, what your interest is. And I'll, you know, get you on that. But really uh, multiple ways to find the blog. And so, like I said, it's a free service. And really, guys, the best way you can support me, once again, is to pass the link on to somebody else that you haven't passed it on to yet. I know a lot of you have done that already. If you can find somebody else, that would be great. And the other way is I am a professional astrologer. I have been doing professional astrology readings for over 20 years. I was trained for seven years with formal education in astrology. Prior to that, I dabbled in astrology for 10 years. So you're talking someone who's almost got 40 years of experience with astrology and I have magical moments with clients every week week. Um, I highly recommend you get your natal chart done. If you have any interest in astrology, you take it with you everywhere. It's the models that you live your life by. And by knowing that stuff clearly, you can become more self-empowered and can control that energy much better and make a life a lot less of a crapshoot for yourself, really. And in all honesty, you can do that. And you take that chart with you wherever you go and you have it with you your whole life. So it's really good to know that stuff for your own internal makeup, for your own self-empowerment. Also, predictive readings, I highly recommend them right around your birthday every year. It's basically a weather report for you, just like I do every week on this blog, but it's just for you for the year. And I've had some people recently ask me if I do monthly and weekly predictive. Yes, I do. But you need to get in touch with me, not on the day that you want it done or the week you want it done or the month you want it done. You need to think ahead of time a week or two and, you know, let me know, hey, for the month of June, I'd really like to know, you know, my predictive stuff. So, yes, I can do it in smaller blocks is my point, if anyone is interested in that. And um, also all kinds of other reasons, children's charts, if you have a, a kid that you're, you know, 
helps you learn how to relate to them better and that lets you know when the major events in their life are going to occur in the first 20 years of their life. Relationship charts, if you just got into a relationship and you want to know what brought you guys together or if you've been in one for a long time and you want to see where the relationship as an entity is heading and the issues it has together and where it's going. Great stuff. Election charts, if you're starting a new business, getting married, some important event, we can find the best day and the best time to put things in your favor and, and help tip the scales in your favor. Horary charts are people who have a burning emotional question that they can't seem to get the answer to. You know, that's something sometimes we can get an answer to out of charts. And then for people who have had their natal charts done and a good understanding of them, you know, and want to look at something deeper, a fixed star reading can really show really a lot of your soul purpose in this life. So that's a kind of fun one too. Actually, people ask a lot about astrolocality, relocation. Absolutely, we can do that. See how, you know, your chart lines up in other parts of the world and how that'll be more favorable or not favorable for you. So all kinds of services. I also have beginner's classes available. Anybody interested in learning some basics of astrology? And I also am available for your group. If you need a lecture, a class, a question and answer session, um, a workshop, you know, uh, mini readings for any event, entertainment even for any event, just get in touch with me. Best way is through my email these days, and that's M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. That's M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. And you can always leave... Um, a message for me in the comments of any of the things too, but remember there's, you know, they're not as uh, direct of a way to get me. If you really want to get me, the best way is M-A-T-T-H-U-E-823 at gmail.com. All right, guys. Well, that's what I got next week. We are going to definitely go into June. So look into that. Um, I know Mercury will be coming out of the shadow finally of the retrograde. So we'll be moving forward full speed in life a bit again then. And, you know, so we'll take a look at that next week besides the weekly energy too. So this is Matt Lawton. This is the Astrological Winds Channel. Thanks for tuning in. And you guys all have a good week, uh, Memorial Day weekend. And, you know, like I said, try to find those groups that are aligning with you now and get out the ones that are no longer aligning with you. That's really the key to this week. I'll see y'all next week.